0: A UK-EU trade deal, it's not going that well, that's for sure. The pound has been hit, it climbed back a bit now, it's taken another blow. Uh, We'll look at how that trade deal is progressing, or not, as the case may be. There's more optimism for the US recovery bill, and there could be news on that very soon. Or not. Uh, Also, the NAB business survey today. And we'll look at the takeouts from China's trade numbers yesterday that were very strong. It's Tuesday, the 8th of December 2020. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, the US dollar has been up and down today, but uh, ended up pretty much where it was yesterday. I expect uh, a lot of that volatility, well, I know a lot of that volatility, volatility, comes from movements in the pound. It's about 0.7% down right now, but it uh, it fell 1.5% in a little over an hour or so, and uh, reclaimed some of that, then lost some of it again. The euro also fell about 0.4%, but it's now back where it was yesterday. All of this obviously relates to the UK-EU trade deal. Still not resolved. The Aussie dollar, one of the few climbers of the major currency it's up just 0.1% now up to 74.3 US cents US stocks are mixed the down the S&P is uh, both down, the Nasdaq is up 0.2%, Intel uh, slid more than 4% because Apple have said that they're going to make their own processes next year, that'll do it Uh, the S&P 500 though, the small cap index is up 2.5% so there's some growth going on there, UK treasury yields are down a little on yesterday, down to 0.93% a 4 basis point dropped, UK 10 year gilt yields are down seven basis points. While in Australia, 10 years are up four basis points to 1.03%, and moves down in oil. It was up, but its reverse direction now down more than half a percent. So it's choppy today. Rodrigo Catrullo is here today, senior FX strategist now in Sydney. So today is easily summarised, isn't it? Uh, stocks are mixed by uncertainty over a stimulus deal in the United States. The pound is up and down because of concerns about the deal with the EU. But uh, those issues in both cases is still unresolved on the UK-EU trade deal. There's been a long phone call between Boris Johnson and Ursula von der Leyen. They couldn't resolve any differences, so now they're going to meet in person. That's the news in the last hour or so. Uh, I don't know what we read out of that. I mean, we know there's big divides. Yeah, that's
1: exactly. Those are the the headlines. uh, Right now, as, as we speak, we're seeing those headlines saying that they're now going to meet in person. So for one, the conclusion is that no outcome should be expected over the next couple of hours. Uh, and two um that you know these negotiations will continue over the next coming days so it's not it's not going to be tomorrow it's coming days uh, that, that's the emphasis. Now, the one thing to, to emphasize as well is that maybe this gives uh, Ursula von Leyen the, 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 the time to to speak to, you know, the powers that be within the European uh, Union um, and and give her the ability to, to negotiate, because right now what we know is that um, it's not really entirely up to her to, to make the call. So uh, maybe that that's the, the positives that we need to, to take right, from this. But it seems
0: very unrealistic, doesn't it, to expect that there's going to be something that's going to be agreed in the next couple of days, that will be then taken to the EU summit at the end of the week, uh, that is then going to be agreed on. These are, the, the, these negotiations are going to continue, aren't they, right down to the wire, right down to the, maybe midnight or 11 o'clock on uh, December the 31st.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or well, at, least, at least definitely to the end of this week. But we
0: don't know, do we? That's the answer. Nobody knows. And that's why the market's are all over the place. What am I, so maybe we should look at what's happening in the United States, because supposedly uh, in the next hour or so, we are going to get uh, details of that uh, uh, what 's going to be in that nine hundred and eight billion dollar relief bill um, although again here CNN is saying that there are significant sticking points on this as well, a bit like brexit, a
1: bit like brexit and, and if anything, we may well get this this uh, you know detailed plan of the nine hundred and eight billion pandemic relief, uh, which is not a stimulus it 's just a relief so this is one of the negotiation tactics that many of the um, uh, congress uh, members, I, I emphasize them that this is just a, a sort of a, a relief that will take us through the next couple of months um, in, in order to convince many of the, particularly the Democrats that are not very keen on on the 908 billion, they want more stimulus. Uh, in particular, you know, for instance, Sanders uh, wants to see uh, an increase in terms of the the income supports. Uh, but at the same time, Mc- McConnell, we know that he's not very keen on that, and we also know that um, he's not very keen on, on providing a huge support to to the states. So um, while we may get an announcement in terms of the bill, what will be important in that regard is to see whether key senators will support the bill. Um, so. Uh, in particular, from, from the as we said from the democratic side, um, there's a lot of push, including Biden, to see that 1,200 individual stimulus check. Um, and then from McConnell's perspective, uh, he's not very keen on the 160 billion aid to, to the states. So, even though we might get an announcement, the, the important thing will be to see whether the the, the, the bill has support from from key players. No
0: is is it is it priced in I'm, i i asked that question because we've got equities well apart from the tech stocks equities down today uh so is that uh, because it was priced in and now there's concern about how quickly it's going to happen or is that just a, a reaction because we're, we're coming off new highs or is it because the uh, infection numbers are increasing uh or is it a bit i guess it's a bit of a mix of all of those things isn't it but but if if they do get that sorted presumably we're going to see stocks rise again
1: yeah, I would suggest that that's quite right because even, so if we look at stocks that have been drifting lower uh, the news around the the level of hospitalisation, particularly in California uh, has hit the, the screens in the past couple of hours and, and it's sort of weighted on, on, on the equity market uh, but also if you think about 10-year treasury yields, we, we got as high as 98 uh, yesterday uh, but now we have drifted lower towards 92, so there's there's a little bit of that pullback in terms of the enthusiasm uh, about the bills, so it's certainly if we were to see a positive news you can see them test those highs again yeah.
0: and then if we get uh, the regulators approving a vaccine well we know that's going to happen at some point so i mean surely we're not going to see much market reaction to that surely but you know we will.
1: Surely, yes. I, I think that, that the vaccine story is now well-priced in terms of um, expectations that, you know, e- even the US, that you, you will see this approval happening before Christmas. Um, so it, it now becomes the issue about the distribution, how quickly you can get it out and um, who's going to get it and so on. So uh, And whether they take us, is, is also significant, you know, whether people are, are willing to, to, to take yeah. the vaccine. you
0: got to get it approved first, haven't you? Look, uh, Donald Trump has been... Uh, imposing sanctions on 14 members of China's legislature uh, i guess you know he's having one last uh, one last go before he leaves uh, one thing he will be happy about, though, is the yuan is now so high. I mean, the the dollar by six point five one. Remember, you know, a little over a year ago, it was getting weaker, and it was around seven one to the dollar. Which, uh, you know, we had all that question marks about whether that was uh, currency manipulation. But uh, even so, even though the yuan is so slow, uh, so high, it's not slowed Chinese exports, has it? Look at that that figure for November that we saw overnight twenty one percent increase. <laughs>
1: Yes. uh, I mean, if anything, the the, the takeaway from that has been the the strength in the the export side, but uh, the disappointment on on the import side, which is also a reflection of of domestic activity. So that that has been, if you like, a a bit of a question mark in that regard. Um, as, as for the yuan itself, I mean, the depreciation is kind of consistent with the broad US dollar weakness that we've seen uh, across the board. Uh, and we would expect uh, that, that weakness or rather the, the weakness in the US dollar to continue and as, and therefore for, for the yuan to, to also strengthen over the coming months as well. So look
0: On the home front, uh, Philip Lowe yesterday, did he have much to say? I mean, uh, and also while we're, we're talking about stuff at home, uh, Victoria and New South Wales the uh, losing their AAA credit rating by the SNL. P, uh, that's going to push up borrowing costs. But are we concerned about that? I mean, right now in the scheme of things, perhaps that's
1: uh, that's pretty small fry, is it? um yes I, I suppose that there's a couple of things to know we we, we don't we we didn't get anything new from uh Governor law yesterday so um the the real story domestic story has been the, the downgrades to new south Wales and to victoria um i suppose there was a little bit of a um hope or that the downgrade uh, for for victoria would would be matched by uh, what happened to to um, New South Wales, but Victoria did get a bigger downgrade. Um, so that that was kind of, if you like, the the, the mm-hmm. big news in in terms of moving down to double A from um, triple a negative, um, so, and, and whereas uh, New South Wales uh, went to double A+. So there's a differentiator there that we've seen in terms of the, the two big states, and, and uh, that has been reflected in the movement in terms of the um, TCB New South Wales spreads uh, to, to government or, or yesterday. Um, but in the big scheme of things, it's the, things that the moves are not super big. Uh, we're only talking about a couple of basis points. Um, um, and it, what it does mean is that we got to remember is that the RBI is still buying semi-government bonds, so it's supporting uh, yields in that regard. And when we put it in the context of, you know, where we are relative to the rest of the world, um, you know, a triple A plus or triple A rating by both states is still very, very attractive mm-hmm. compared to, to, you know, the state of, 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 many companies and, uh, and municipals. Uh, yeah debt around the globe. Oh, so, right. so it's all good, uh, but it does mean that, you know, now we see a bit of differentiator between the two states, um, which, you know, at a minimum, it, it plays into how you play play the two the, the two bonds. So, what
0: about the NAB Business Survey today? Uh, obviously, that is kept locked in a vault so that uh, we can't see it uh, till later on this morning. So, uh, yeah. So, what? So, what do you expect from that?
1: Well, I suppose yeah. The emphasis there is that we we don't know what what the what the survey will will bring. Um, but in October, we did see a big improvement in in confidence, which again was a reflection of, of you know the news that had just occurred in terms of the reopening of of, of Melbourne and Victoria, um, and given how the data flow has uh, has Uh, come about over the the past couple of weeks. Uh, We expect further improvements to to be reflected in in the survey. um, but uh, obviously, in terms of magnitudes, we don't know. But uh, uh, given how well the, the economy has been travelling since the Victoria has reopened, um, it would be a big disappointment if we didn't see an improvement in the survey. I think.
0: And uh, Q three house prices as well today.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the house prices, um, uh, the, the, this quarterly number is, is sort of a bit of a slower, you know, data release compared to what we get from Core Logic, which is you know weekly and monthly uh, data points. So it's just a reflection of, of general expectations that we won't see a major changes in, in house prices, maybe just a little bit softer, just it's a small negative print, but not, nothing right. nothing to worry right. about. Well,
0: also today, uh, Japan, we get the EcoWatchers survey. Now, if you're looking for a V anywhere in the world, that's this is one place for it, from a low of 16.6 in May to 49.1 in November. We also uh, get the Zoo survey out in Germany, and the US gets the, uh, the the Small Business Optimism survey, which I'd assume is going to be a little bit softer, given that uh, US data seems to have eased back a bit, hasn't it, As, uh, the number of COVID cases rises.
1: Yeah, that's right. So overall, it's a, it's a day of surveys, So both in Australia and, and around the globe. There, as you point out, the Japanese one, the Eco Watcher, did have a huge improvement in October, but now we've seen a new round or a new wave of, of infection. So there's concerns there of, of you know how much yeah. of that improvement will will uh, be retreated over November, and similarly for the Sioux survey, and as you say it's a small optimism survey in in the US because of the, the the virus, we might see a bit of a pullback in terms of that uh optimism that was uh, uh seen oh, in the previous month we'll leave
0: it there for now another day tomorrow another day of the uh, eu uk trade deal uh, soap opera we'll sit back and enjoy it we'll catch you again soon rodrigo thank you <laughs> thanks phil. cheers i wonder whether they're actually going to not achieve anything at all and it is going to be a no deal i guess we'll find out this week that's it for today i'm phil Darby for now back again tomorrow morning see you then